fantastic. Welcome everybody to the Saniac podcast. If you're new, we cover all things MTV's The Challenge. We also do some survivor content. You can check us out at saniacpodcast.com for our new website, which is up and running and beautiful, if I do say so myself. I am here today with my awesome co-host, Zach Calhoun, and our wonderful guest, Jennifer West. Welcome, Jenny. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much yeah. for coming on with us, Jenny. And also, happy Mother's Day out there to all yes. the challenge moms. Happy Mother's Day to all the people watching and or listening. Uh, so, you know, we wanted to stream like a little treat here, another interview with a Brit. We've been getting so much good content out of the Brits. We, we just spoke with Tahita. <laughs> yes, we um, and and, and now, we're, now we're here talking to Jenny. And it's been nothing but positive reviews for the people that we're having on. So we're really happy um... you decided to do this with us. Yeah, definitely. No, you're welcome. Very welcome. Thank you for asking. You guys have made such a big um, impression on the show that, and and you specifically coming on because I don't know if you know about any of the older challengers, but there's someone that a lot of people compare you to, which is Emily Schramm, and she was like a legend and an icon, you know. And so for you to come in, people really um, see the resemblance, and and you kind of have a similar character to her, where you're much more into the competition, less into the drama, and like really there to win and to freaking do some damage you know on the field yeah. so so it's nice to yeah. see thank you all right so we'll start this off just like uh getting to know you your first show survival of the fittest i watched a bit of it and i just want to talk to you about first of all it's itv right for sure like the whole yeah. thing was yeah yeah and it was the yeah. same production as love island right it was as far as was aware it's the same production crew so the same casting crew Everybody who worked on Savannah Fittest works on Love Island, yeah. Yeah, okay, because it felt like Love Island with just slightly more heightened competition, like just ever so slightly more heightened competition. But what was your thought going on to that? Because I feel like you went on there wanting to compete and then you got there and it was kind of like this dating show. Honestly, I think I'm definitely a naive person and it's not because I'm ignorant and I'm not keen to learn I just think I always take things at face value and mm-hmm. I've learned that about myself from doing shows so my first season of challenge I mean there's there's no challenge in the UK until last year no one even knew of it so when I found out I was going to be on the show I got like five days notice before I was flying out to Thailand so when I got there I genuinely believed it was Brits versus Americans I didn't realize that people were going to be helping each other out like I had no clue and then <laughs> for two weeks and I remember CT coming up to me and going Jen you do realize what's going on don't you and I was like um competition really. and we won a million dollars it's like you don't see it do you I was like see what spell it out for me and he was like I'm just gonna leave it and the going into Survivor of the Fittest I had the same kind of um like thought process I just thought you know oh we're here to you know competition girls versus boys we're here to win a competition and for the most part it was that there was no alliances but I guess alliances formed in the sense that girls started to get with guys and guys Mm. started to like girls and they would back them and look after them because it was their girl and um and I wasn't there for that in any way so I didn't have anyone kind of backing me because I wasn't getting with anybody and I was really naive to that I think somebody who kind of understood that before going in would have thought to themselves, even if I don't fancy someone, I'm going to pretend I do so that they've got my back. But I just mm. didn't even, I didn't yeah, think I, I could felt pretend like, anyway, though. So. 
I felt like that was the strategy because when I first heard the title survival of the fittest I'm thinking it's survival of the strongest right Uh, but the actual truth is it was survival of like the fittest the most attractive the people who were there to fucking flirt their way to the end and I was super happy that there was a public vote because I felt like that's your saving that was your saving grace throughout the whole thing it was my saving grace yeah (laughs) like Like, what said, I think I mean when you say survival of the fittest it doesn't mean as such now it doesn't mean to say you're the fittest it means how can you survive in that situation you've got mm. to use whatever ever tools that you can and one tool I never used was you know getting someone to back me because I mean that ship had sailed I mean they were all like 21 I was th- I was 30 31 when I did that show oh, I was no the way. oldest person there yeah and everyone was a lot younger than me and you know it, it was it was never going to happen organically and I just wasn't going to fake it either so yeah, um, I know what you mean. I find it so hard to fake flirting. Like I just get so un- yeah. I'm just like, ugh, I don't don't even like like I just can't even. Yeah. You know? like, so I just yeah. get so queezed out. But but yeah, you did really well. You won the fucking shows, you and the girls, which was shocking because the boys had been winning most of the season. I know. Destroying it the It was difficult for the girls because the initially we, a lot of the challenges, particularly the first one, was a physical challenge. And generally mm. girls won't be as fast or as strong as guys. So we lost and then what happened was the dynamics of our little six, six, um, six, group of six, whatever yeah. you'd say, um, <laughs> kept shifting every two or three days, every time a girl would go home again. So we had to like regroup and, and learn our roles within the group again. Um, and every time a new girl would come, I'd be like, oh, I hope that competition's at the forefront of the mind. I hope they go to the gym. I just hope that they're fit, that mm. they can actually like compete. Um, so as the competition went through, it was hard for us to find our feet, but then the boys got arrogant. I think they got a little bit, used to winning and we realized that one thing they couldn't do was they couldn't communicate to each other so we realized that if we kind of allocated roles every time was a challenge that we were better if we like everyone understood their roles so once we adopted that method no matter who came in that was new we'd say this is how we do it mm. it, it just started working for us yeah yeah I think the um the turnaround was when you guys had that competition where it was like they had the cup on their head and you guys had to communicate with them to go through that was a funny I don't know how I would have done in that because when you step on the spinning wheel thing I think I just would have fallen off like that looked so hard but it was nice to see you guys working together and obviously showed communication was definitely the the um strong suit for you guys because the boys weren't even talking like they just they did shit on that and they were just spilling everywhere so um it was definitely nice to see um, and then you also do bodybuilding. I don't know if many of the challenge, because a lot of people who come into the challenge, they're just like CrossFit athletes, you know, and so they yeah. go down that route. Which is definitely better suited to the challenge because the thing is that bodybuilding is uh, bodybuilders train to look a certain way on stage. So people mm. don't know much about bodybuilding is you're not, you, you, you don't necessarily train to be strong. You train to look strong. You mm. train to look like a certain shape you want to create a neck shape wide shoulders tapered waist wide quads and it's it's a look that's supposed to be like aesthetically pleasing and and that and that's what you, you train for so the rep range you work at to grow your muscle isn't the same as what you'd use to get stronger so yeah. it's, a, it's a, I think sometimes when people look at me and they see that my physique and they go oh she's she's gonna be she's gonna be like crazy strong she's gonna be a, amazing which is a massive misconception however I am strong. It, I've always been, you know, I'm a bit of a, I'm a bit of a freak. Like I've always kind of been really strong, um, but um, which is why I fell into bodybuilding. So quite, I found I was good at weights. So yeah. you, you're, well, a, you're a certain body type too, right? Like where you're just naturally very strong. Yeah. Me is a morph body type. I build muscle yeah. really well. Um, I have to look at a dumbbell and I'll put weight on. Um, and I think like 
it's definitely better going into challenge if you are more of a crossfitter athlete because you're used to actually using your strength for for full compound exercises that are very functional what what, mimic what you're going to do on the challenge whereas you know doing this of your arm might not mimic you might do the challenge but it's out so So, far Jenny what do you think led you uh, what, what do you think led you from survival of the fittest? How did that lead you to the, the challenge? Yeah. Um, what was the process there? Did winning that show open those doors for you? Um, well, when I went on survival of the fittest, I was, I was signed with an agent. So mm. it's quite boring really, but I, I guess the agent always gets jobs coming in for different things. And the challenge came up about a year and a half after survival of the fittest had finished. And uh, my agent just felt like I'd be perfect for it because thought it kind of like in a way was very similar to survival fitness with the challenges yeah um, so asked me if I wanted to go for it and I was like yeah you know why not I mean never heard of it <laughs> I mean you're it. you're better suited for the challenge than obviously sure. survival of the fittest was like like you're just yeah. better than that those competitions you know you're so much more um athletic and I think that you, your skill set is perfect for the challenge like it's just a perfect I, it's, it's funny you say that Shani because I felt like in the so the fittest, I felt like it was frustrating for me because whilst a lot of the girls, they all tried hard, mm. I just knew they weren't trying as hard. And not all of them, but, you know, you're watching people give up and people getting tired. And I and I just think to myself, oh, if only it was like a team of six of me. And I don't mean that in an arrogant way, but I wanted to shake them and be like, why are you stopping? Like, why yeah. are you walking? No, I know exactly what you mean. I'm so competitive. I hate losing. Like, even when I lose, I just say that I win, you know? Like, I'm just that kind of a person. <laughs> I just want to get it done. And I, I totally understand where you're coming from. And also, I would be frustrated too, because, again, you were there to compete and it really was just love island like people were pulling each other for fucking chats you know what I mean like that was the whole ambiance I mean the the editing of it everything about it like walking into the challenges it was all completely done like love island so for you I could understand it was there with as much I mean it was a great experience but um I mean it's um I feel like the challenge definitely is more down my street it's it's Mm. much more based on the physical and don't get me wrong a lot of the a lot of the airtime is the drama of people yeah. arguing, but a lot of the arguments will be challenge related. Some are obviously relationship related. And I, I understand, you know, that kind of stuff makes great TV and people want to see people getting together and falling out because it's exciting to watch yeah. drama, isn't it? But, <laughs> but I don't think people ever see me involved in much of that kind of side of it, to be, to be honest. Which some people might say it makes me boring, um, but, you know, no. I, I just don't involve myself in drama, really. It's just not my kind of thing. Well, I think know, that um you get M- a good MTV... amount of screen sorry, oh, sorry. <laughs> well I was just gonna I say think... you get a good amount of screen time for not participating in the drama so you still yeah, are interesting on the show that's yeah, a good sign yeah. I mean oh, yeah. yeah oh god man that's great <laughs> I think th- this season has been tough for for screen time for a lot of people there's like a lot going on and people mm-hmm. have mentioned that early on that there's a lot of people that aren't really being shown yeah. but obviously there's a lot of, of of season left to play out so we don't know what's going to happen but I'm sure yeah. people who haven't been on camera as much will start to get more of a look uh, yeah that way. I always said to people like as the numbers dwindle if you're still in the game you're gonna there's gonna be more you know chances of you being yeah. shown because less people but to be honest mm-hmm. um I mean, there's 28 people starting out. And in my other show, there's 12. So, and there was an hour every single night shown on TV. Yeah. So it was very easy to get um, airtime. But I'm not, I know, and I know people might not believe this and take from what you will, but I don't really care. <laughs> people talk about it a lot. And I'm like, I mean, and not because I think I'm better or anything like that. I just think 
they, they will show what is important to show and important mm. to the viewers to create a story that people understand what the hell's going on. And when I'm you're living there and you're in a 24 hour period of the house, and to think that three or four days has been shown on one episode, it's a lot to fit in in one and a half, one and a half, one hour. You know, a lot to yeah, fit absolutely. in. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, look yeah. at Casey. She's gotten maybe two confessionals this whole season. That's all we've seen yeah. of her. You yeah. know, so yeah. I I do think that, and also like Melissa and stuff. There's a lot of people who really just haven't been shown but i do think yeah. that you have a good amount like of confessionals like you're on the screen quite a bit considering you're not a part of the, the immediate drama. drama that's going on which is like crazy i think that's maybe, maybe everybody thinks they're not on it much <laughs> <laughs> i think that's also a part of like we said people do compare you to emily schramm a lot and she was mm. that way too she was very competition focused she yeah. you know she she was all about staying in shape and training and and being yeah. there for you know for the competition and yeah. you got to see those sides of her personality come yeah. out as, as time went on. But that, that's definitely where I think a lot of those comparisons come from. Overall, though, coming from Survival of the Fittest, I think MTV does have a really good eye for the kind of people that they want on this show. And they could see you, someone like you, in an environment like that. And they, and they think, oh, this is, this is someone who really could compete at a strong level in, yeah. in this show. And, and I think that's what they go for. We did get a question on that's Twitter. That's a from them, if that's the case. And I think <laughs> yeah, if for sure. Was- yeah, I think if everyone was causing the drama, they would just have to have like four episodes a week. <laughs> yeah, you have to have a balance. Absolutely, you have to you have to have like a good balance of it, or else you'll you'll never get yeah. through all that stuff. Uh, we got a question yeah. on Twitter. Somebody wanted to know if there's anybody else from Survival of the Fittest or from your season of the show mm-hmm. that you think might be good on the challenge. In terms of physicality and competition, uh, my friend Haley would be amazing on it. Oh, Haley, she was off yeah. About- oh my god she's so competitive that she if i'm in a competitive situation or something's happening it's relatively competitive or even not and i take it the competitive way if i <laughs> ring her and explain she's like oh my god like i'm nervous now just thinking about it um, well she was the last amazing. boot because she was so good yeah that's that yeah correct she was she's not only is she physically good but she's really clever as well so um yeah and and, and to be honest a lot of the girls are physically um, as the ones who kind of like made it to the end were physically very determined as it got through the weeks they got more and more determined to to it's the ones who stayed anyway because mm-hmm. there's newcomers coming in they haven't got the they generally haven't got the drive as the, as the girls have from the start because we've been there since day one and we're like so we're like yeah you're all worked up and you've been losing yeah. so you have that you have that motivation you're yeah. like we need to keep winning yeah. if we're gonna win um yeah. what about okay so danny dyer survival of the fittest filmed before she went on love island right that was like a just yes. okay that's what i thought that's because right. yeah she came on and then she ended up leaving that first day and it's just so funny that she ends up going on to like love island and obviously like you know yeah. they do big shit from that show um and she's she was much more suited to love island too i think that was uh definitely her environment but it was cool that she was on that like it was that that was interesting yeah it's cool i mean um she on the, it was the very first day, the very first challenge the day after we'd arrived. I think we'd arrived yeah. on Friday, it was a Saturday. And um, it was a physical challenge and it was a girl against a boy. And you had to go down this assault course, um, down the slide and over and under these bars. Mm. Which, which again, I don't know why girls were competing against guys or something like that. Because generally was... a guy... I was thinking yeah. that exact same thing when they had that first challenge. I was like, I thought this was going to be a much more even playing field, but they gave you guys literally yeah. an obstacle course. It was crazy. You went straight in with an obstacle course, girl versus boy. The, the girls had to go versus the guy. Like they matched people up and they yeah. put me with a guy called David 
a <clears throat> beaten by the way. And you won. That's right. <laughs> Woo. <laughs> he actually cried. <laughs> Shut up. He, he cried from cried. that. No way. And then all the guys were like, first opportunity, we're getting her out. Yeah. And I, luckily, the, the, the audience were there. Yeah, the public vote. To keep in there. But Danny went against a gay, a, a guy, of course, again, and um, and dislocated the shoulder going underneath the bars. So. Oh, is that what happened? It dislocated. Yeah. yeah. Oh, she shit. went. She went under and she just landed on her shoulder, funny, and dislocated it. Yeah. Yeah. So she couldn't compete. That looked so brutal. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm definitely happy you made the switch over. I think let's get into some of the War of the World 2 talk because there was definitely yeah. a lot of questions that I have for that. You went into two eliminations. Your first one was against Nicole. And I don't know if we've ever yeah. gotten like the full story behind the elimination. How many times you guys went up and down? Because we only see it. Oh of my God. You know? Loads. So the, um, the, the tiles had like, each, each tile had like nine symbols on, but they were all so similar Mm. that um i realized very quickly when i went down that you just you couldn't you have to do each tile at a time because you, i mean can you remember nine symbols no, like no. You probably can't. <laughs> yeah. so, i mean and there was nine there was nine pieces each with nine symbols on so in my head i was like Holy well shit. it's got yeah so i knew i had to go down minimum nine times so um when I looked at symbols, what I did was I'd remember the first three. There was three rows of three. I remember mm-hmm. the first three, and I would say what they looked like in my head. So it might like the monster sign or a claw or like a crab, and it, it would be the difference between three lines and two and one that's like half the size, and that would be a different symbol. So I was like, right, I'm going to remember the top three. So I kept going up and down nine times, put all the pieces in place, and then when they said it was wrong, it was because the first tile and the third tile had the first three symbols identical. So uh-huh. when I went back around again and I went down again for the 10th time, I looked at that one, decided to look at three different symbols, went up and realized and switched them over. And then that, and that was it. So I think I did 10 times. Or- so that was 10 trips up and down that, yeah. that like, yeah. That's that's ins- yeah, that's really insane. I think it was about, I think it was about 40, 40 minutes in total. I'm not, I'm not sure, but I know I went up at, at least 10 times. Yeah. That is crazy. So how many times did Nicole go up? I mean, just a few. I, right. When we were doing it, I had no idea because I was so busy. I, honestly, if you'd asked me straight after how many, I would have had no idea because mm-hmm. I wasn't um, I wasn't looking. I was too nervous that I might lose. But I think after people said that um, she might, I, I think she'd gone two times. And then I think she memorized more of it than I mm-hmm. was able to memorize. But for me, there's, there was no way I could have rem- memorized nine symbols on one board and then do all nine there's no way I could have even done two or it was just too complicated but she must have a better memory than me but she she also felt she got quite claustrophobic going up and down the tunnel it was very claustrophobic yeah and steamy because um, you're like working out yeah. in that thing yeah so, that that's what stood what, out that, to me I I don't enjoy cardio I find it really boring but that's my type of cardio if, if they could have one of those at the gym I would happily go <laughs> up and down that 20 times and that's my cardio done for the, for the week and what a crazy uh coincidence where so you are you have an identical twin but yeah. then you're, you're on a show with nicole and everybody's commenting how nicole looks so much how you and nicole look so much oh, like yeah. each other but then you have an identical twin at the same time uh, you guys could do like a whole triplet thing you got the three of you could be on the show together do you know what if you, if you saw nicole in real life you'd never think that she looks like me i think it was just the brown hair yeah and, and dark eyes like she's actually shorter than me a lot slimmer than me um so I how, don't think how, uh, how tall are you that's a debate we have on here all the time yeah what do you think <laughs> Zach what do we think well for you Jenny I would say that I think you're in the five six five seven range seven range yeah that's what I was gonna say yeah five six 
five Spot six. On, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's it's my talent, really. It's it's my talent. That, that's, that's, I, that's my good talent to know. is guessing bra sizes. I'm literally so good at it. <laughs> no way, are you? Let's give it a test. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> and Sam, and then you need to go like this so I can see from the side. Okay, how tall are you? The viewers. I'm five three. I'm five three. <laughs> Okay, 32D or 32 double D? No, no, no. I'm actually much smaller. But wait, here, take oh. it. It looks very, very, it's very difficult in this job. I'm going to go 32C then if you say smaller. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> 32C. But you know, for my whole life, I thought I was a 34B until someone told me, no, Shawnee, you're a 32C. And it changed yeah. my whole bra life. I mean, it and now I say it. When you're rightly fitted with a bra, it really, it's a whole different story. It's, it's a, a, a game changer. Life just gets easier from that moment on. It really does. Doors are opening for you. It's crazy. <laughs> All the opportunities. Um, the other okay, thing so- that's crazy about uh, about you and Nicole is that, so to someone like me who, I mean, Shani is, she's an exception over here because she's so well-versed in British reality TV and, and reality true, TV yes. just, just in other countries. <laughs> so I, I'm like really slowly coming along with it and trying to pick some things up, but our, my perception here and probably the common perception based on the show is that, you know, you're the, you were this big personality on the show last season. Like you were a competitor that stood out and mm-hmm. Nicole was kind of an, an afterthought and she, you know, she went home pretty quick and we didn't hear much about her. So, so my, like my perception through that would be like, okay, you know, Jenny's coming over, Nicole's coming over, Jenny's probably like this big star over there. But now I'm realizing that Nicole was on Zahida's X on the Beach season as, as, mm. as I'm going back. And, and I know that yeah. show is so massive over there. And yeah. she's on The Only Way like, is Essex Act, which is an even bigger yeah. show. So that's, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah, so over there, she's like... Oh, God. Oh, in the UK, she's famous in the UK. I'm absolutely not famous. <laughs> I can go to the supermarket and be able to look at, like, lube on the shelf of one to do a look at me and take a photo and put it online. Mm-hmm. Not that I do that for the record. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's not going to end up in Daily Mail. You can if you want to. You know what I mean? I can. The option is there. Play. The option is there. No, yeah, Nicole is huge. The only way is Essex is like one of their biggest shows. So if mm-hmm. you get yeah. like a, a, a role on that for a bit, then you're also, George was on that. Like so many of these people we yeah. don't realize here in the States are massive. Also, influencer culture in the UK is just different than it is here. Like it's so different. Huge fucking celebrities. And you guys get so much more out of it. I feel like in, in England, we're such a smaller country. I don't, I don't know what it is like, but if you go on reality TV show in England, you get famous so quickly. Yeah. I mean, when I'm at this about the fittest, it was only three weeks long and it was a, it was what was considered it was considered a flop but to be honest a lot of people really really enjoyed watching it because the mm. ratings what were what they thought it was going to be which I think is because they advertised it as Winter Love Island that it kind of wasn't that way yeah um, it kind of it essentially it flopped but um and even I was like for such a short time even now two years later I can get recognized from oh, people yeah. on that show and girls will follow me around when I go shopping little if young you girls can... want you that's so <laughs> <Yeah>. cute <laughs> It is so, it's so flattering. Well, if you get on ITV, it's like a family channel. So everybody watches those shows. Like, it's yeah, ridiculous, yeah. you know? And and a lot of them yeah. have such an impact on the public. So I, I can completely understand why. Even And that just goes yeah. to show that even the shows that technically flop in the UK still have a lasting yeah. impact on the audiences. Whereas yeah. here, that would not be the case, you know? No, like, everybody would be like, ooh, mm. bags. <laughs> yeah, or like, <laughs> just, people wouldn't even know them. Like, there's a lot of shows that flop here that people have no idea who these people are they just yeah. it's they're just that big of a flop so um yeah. it's definitely cool let's go back to your twin because you have a whole brand with lucy right like the west twins yeah. that's that's a whole uh thing that's yeah. how you started really in, in everything right 
Uh, yeah, it was actually, um, I think it was 2015, we went on holiday and we, I had my own Instagram, but she didn't have one. She's a little bit, she's like a little bit behind on the times. Mm. She likes, <laughs> you know, she likes a simple life, same as me to be honest, but um, she didn't even have Instagram. And, and I, at the time, Instagram was just really taking off and we'd always been into kind of fitness. And at the time, myself, had done competitions. She hadn't. Mm. And I said, so why don't we... Um, why don't we start an Instagram and document us both going to do a show because she now wanted to do a bodybuilding show herself. So we started that in September, 2015, I think it was September 2014. Oh, wow. Was it 2014? I can't remember. No, 2015. Yes. And then, um, oh, I can't even remember, but we went <laughs> on, came back, started this account, then got picked up by an agent, then got sponsored. And then it just kind of went, went from there. And That's I think, amazing. I mean, I'm not, I mean, I said earlier on that I'm naive, but I do understand the reason why people wanted to, were bothered was because we're twins and we're not the same and it's like a novelty factor. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, yeah. you're a twin, that's a big, that's a big added value. It's just double with you. (laughs) It's like, that's Yeah, I think, I think sometimes when you're twin as well, is people, um, you get the sense that people think that you, that you uh, think you're more exciting, maybe you're more Mm. marketable because you're a twin. Uh, and for me, I don't see it that way at all. Like, I don't think it's that way. So if anything, it's more difficult because people expect people expect more from me because you're twin. They expect like cute little two people workouts or doing some unusual twin thing. It's like no, we just work out like everybody else. Like yeah. there's no weird <laughs> cute twin thing. We just work out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know so <laughs> um, we got a great question in the comments earlier. That um, so on the challenge a couple years ago, there was a season called Bloodlines, and it was everyone was on on the show with their relatives, right? Um, so if you and your sister and your twin sister went on a challenge season together like that, uh, do you guys think you would fare well? Is is she really on that that same level as you in terms oh of, my God. of fitness yeah. and competition and all that? Yeah. Okay, so I you mean, guys would I, dominate then, probably. You guys would Jeez. kill it. Yeah, I think Lucy's Lucy is just as competitive as me. Like, so she, I would say Lucy's more competitive than me, um, in terms of like strength and physicality. I'm slightly better, stronger, and a little bit fitter than her. Um, but she's still like really fit, really strong. Um, she's. I'm trying to think of some weird competitive things that she does. Like, she does weird competitive things, like. Even parking a car, she won't just park in a space. She'll mm. purposely look for the hardest set pace because she likes the sense of competition. And she'll like FaceTime, you have to be like, oh, I've just parked this really tight space. If you'd seen it, you would never thought I'd get into it. Like, Joey, it's every opportunity for competition. Like, yeah. Wow. She drive in Tel Aviv. The whole the whole city is tight spaces. And she'd have a field day. Uh, if, if, if MTV did Bloodlines too, I would, I, just based on that, I would absolutely put my money on you guys to win. That that would be... Yeah, hell yeah. yeah. That sounds like it would Honestly, be domination. I would, I would love it to do a season with me, but I don't think she ever would because she's married and got sex children and mm. dogs. Uh, yeah, would, yeah, I mean, MTV wanted to audition her for the season... 34 my first season but um she didn't want to do the audition because she just said well there's no way I'm going to want to go away from home for like two months like I don't oh wow so they they would have considered having having you two together on the show for 34 and actually what happened was they did ask us for both of us and when um and when Lou said that she just didn't she didn't want to waste their time because she was like if if you do want us to go on it, I don't know if I'll be able to go away for eight more weeks. And I said to Lucy, Lucy, it's like a million dollars we could win. And she was like, <laughs> I don't, I just don't think it's fair. And so MTV said, okay, well, we'll, well you know, then ne- ne- never mind. And I was, and I, and then a few weeks later, they just came back and said they'd interview me on my own. 
you so, guys would have yeah. you would have it would have been better for you to have her there as well because you would have had oh, a solid ally you know what i mean i know yeah. i could kill it and one more person, you would have had the numbers too. Shit. Yep. Just one more person, yeah. That was like the theme of that oh. whole season is you guys were just so slightly behind mm. the numbers. You just kept missing out by one, kept missing out by one. And it, yeah. it was it was frustrating. I was definitely rooting for you. And and, and I was rooting for the people that, that really were there to, to try and play as hard as they could have. I wasn't really a yeah. fan of, of, of the, the big alliance that was running the season. Yeah, we liked so, you and Georgia oh, so much. It was so yeah. frustrating. I can't even tell. It was like, there was literally no point in having deliberations because we, it was whatever they wanted to do, that's what we yep. were doing. Yep. And, that, and that's what it was. We were just puppets playing in their little game. And it was like, like it was like, it was like a, a matter of when you're going to go in, you know, not if you're mm. going to go into elimination. You were going to yep. go in when they wanted to go in. It, was, what it was, was frustrating. What was C was CT being on their side more obvious in person than it was on the show? Because he kept saying that he was like playing both sides, but he would always vote with them. Yeah. But for me, from my point of view, um, him and I never really talked game at all, apart from when he would tell me that I can't see what's going on because I couldn't see what was going on. I had no idea there was alliances for two weeks. <laughs> um, and then it became apparent towards the end that he once he figured out what which side was gonna do well mm. or which was gaining on the other team. I think that's when he kind of made it known who he was with. Yeah. Um, but for me, I can't really say because I was so like oblivious to everything. Yeah. <laughs> well, I feel like that happens with every rookie, to be honest. If you come on, and especially yeah. you guys coming on from the UK where you don't watch the show, you know, yeah. you don't know what's going on. Like it's just. I would have so loved so to have watched it, but the amount of time I got before I went on, I had to sort out work, I had to sort out mm. looking after my guinea pigs, I had to sort out everything so many things I'd sort out I didn't have time to sit down and watch endless seasons of and there were just clips on YouTube not full episodes I could download somewhere it was just clips I, I can send you links to a lot of the old seasons by the way if you want to check yeah, them out there's some that are really good I'll send you like a list of the best ones to check out because some yeah, of them are awesome some of them are amazing and if you like competitions like you're just like watching them it's fucking sick yeah yeah in, in the end um I loved the the big piece of karma on last season especially was when when joss and kaylee when they got purged in, in yeah. that swimming challenge and they went home and you could tell you could tell that joss was like wow i i really screwed this up like i could have had jenny here with me i could have had yeah, georgia yeah. here with me and then i got stuck with kaylee and she can't even swim yeah when i watched that clip back because i didn't uh, when it was airing i was away filming for uh this season just gone so mm -hmm. i didn't see that until i got back um and um, loads of my friends were like, you need to watch this clip. It's really funny. <laughs> and when I watched it, I, I mean, I mean, I really like Justin. I get on with him really, really well. And he's uh, an amazing competitor. You could never, you could never take that away from him. Yeah. And um, he was just doing what his best friend wanted him to do. Um, and he just trusted him that what he was saying was going to be the best thing for him. Um, but it was so frustrating because I got on with him really well. Like really, mm. really well. Him and I were coach partners. So we'd sit on the bus on the way to challenges together, and um, and we spoke a lot. So when when um, they, he threw Georgia into elimination that that night, and we were all begging him and begging him, not yeah, to like no, don't do it. Yeah, yeah. you could really see how torn he was. Like he really was, he really was really torn. I remember looking at me thinking, like, how can you be so stupid? Like, why uh. are you putting someone who's a fierce competitor when there's other people there that might, you know, yeah. so much chance of winning? Like. We could just win this thing. Like, let's do that. Yeah, it's like so you guys could just smash when you're it. Oh, so frustrating. Yeah, I know what you mean. It also, I mean, listen. As a viewers, it also frustrates us because we're just thinking to ourselves, like, 
what are you doing? And yeah. also because you guys kept losing daily challenges that and it felt so yeah. stupid to risk your, your better shots of actually winning and beating the US on some of the challenges at least. It was just- I'm sure a lot of the American viewers who were back in the US team would have been like, this is this is great. Like, just keep <laughs> doing shit. It was literally, I remember TJ Sunday going like, what? What are you guys <laughs> thinking? Like, uh, what are you doing? Uh, They're your strongest players. Well, I was like, thank you. Thank yeah, you. I, yeah, I really would have liked, I, I do enjoy when the show does big team challenges. It just, it unfortunately takes away so much of the drama in the competition when it's not the teams against each other. It's one big intertwined, you know, combined team from the two sides controlling the whole game. Yeah. yeah, so, yeah. I, I would have certainly liked to see the Brits, maybe the Brits as a team together and they were split and they were fighting each other, but mm. not just working so closely with the other team. You know, it, it just didn't make, it, it didn't make yeah. sense. It would have yeah, been I nice, wouldn't it, if they kind of got it, we actually went in season, actually did what I naively thought was going to happen is Brits versus US. I mean, it would be interesting actually what would have happened if we'd yeah. done that. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, so I'm sure then when you showed up for Total Madness day one and you see that it's more of like an individual huh. theme, I'm sure yeah. that was like music to your ears because it, you, you just get to wash I mean, all of that away. Yeah, I mean, 100, I... I had, had a feeling it might be individual game because it was groups last time and I think someone said it was pairs before that. So um, I was hoping for individual game because then I can only, I can only rely on myself. Yeah. So if I screw up, but I don't try, I'm always going to try my hardest, really. I'm always going to try my hardest unless something I absolutely know I'm never going to win. I'll, I'll still try. Um, I guess the great thing about working in a team is if you don't do well, you can kind of like, you're sharing that disappointment with a group of people that, you know, feel, you know, everyone together is going to feel sorry for themselves. We're all going to be in a team. It's like, it's easier. But when you lose on your own, you've only got yourself to blame. So it has its pros and cons. But I think for me, it was definitely more of a pro because I knew I could work hard. And do I, well. I knew I could work hard. So I was yeah. pleased. And with, there's like, yeah. there's also like a little more margin for error. You're not, you know, it's not like your, your days are numbered as soon as you step in there because you're not, you're not working with the numbers. You have a little room yeah. to maneuver. You can play the yeah. game, you can compete, you can have your ups and downs. You know, I, there's just more space for you to operate. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I um I want to know about your elimination with uh with Tori, the one that you lost, because yes, we've heard yeah. a lot of different takes on this and the fact that you don't like combat sports. Like, what's what was your what was your side? Tell us the story. Um, um, I mean, it's not that I don't like combat sport. I've never done it. Mm. So in the UK, um, we do rugby. You guys call it American football, yeah. but no, no rugby. It, yeah, it, I don't know. Girls just don't play it over here. So guys play rugby, but girls don't. I'm not saying they don't. They they will. Mm. There will be girls that do it. Um. When I grew up, um, my mom and dad are music teachers, so my whole life was based on music. So I did music seven days a week. I played two different instruments. I was in the choir. I was in bands, orchestras. No way. What instruments? What instruments? uh, The trumpet and the cello. Oh, wow. That's impressive. (laughs) Oh, my God. Do you still play now? you still practice? Yeah, I've not played for a long time because, um, obviously, practicing at home when you're sandwiched between two of the houses, people might not appreciate it <laughs> so, um, yeah and uh, with me moving around a bit and being away I've, my m- music instruments have insured at my parents house just mm. in case anything ever happens so I've not picked them up for a little while but I do intend to um but I think like I if, if I did any sport it was you know, I was never on any teams at school like I wasn't on any teams because I couldn't be because of doing music all the time um, and my mum now always says she regrets not putting my sister and I into sports teams because she feels like we would have excelled at something yeah. if we'd, we'd done it 
pop play. Um, you could have been an Olympic so athlete for to... sure. Are you kidding me? Like you guys would have been. Uh, in the Olympics. I'd love to be like a rowing team or something like that, or shot Ooh. pop. Like, throwing yeah. Um, so, I mean, when I went into that elimination, um, what you don't see is from. I mean, I watched that episode. I think I watched that episode. So what you don't see is by that point, Theo, Bear, Georgia. Nicole, all the people I made friends with on the show have gone home. Um, and the only person left of the, my alliance really was me. And I felt so disheartened. I spent all that day, I didn't know I was going into elimination. I spent all that day crying my eyes out. Aww. I just cried. I felt so angry for my friends going home. I felt like, what's the point in being here anymore? That that was my genuine thought. That was the point. And this is from a competitive situation, a competitive mindset. Um, we're not, you know, we're, our team keeps throwing us in anyway. We keep losing everything. So what's the point? Yeah. Um, and then I cried all day. Cara came and spoke to me and said to me, listen, you know, don't don't be like this. Don't cry. Um, it's not, you know, you, you've got to be stronger than that. And I just remember thinking like, I don't fucking care anymore. I just don't care. <laughs> and I turned up elimination and blown some prize. Whoa, the team's put me in. What a surprise. <laughs> um, and it's a horrible. I just didn't give it. I just didn't. And I'm not taking anything away from Tori because she's clearly fucking. No, knows not what at she's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's like, don't, she's fucking, you know, a beast at compact sport. Um, I know she's done it growing up. Um, and I just remember just thinking, like, I just, it's not that I didn't try, but I wasn't. I could feel that I wasn't giving it everything. I was, I wasn't, I wasn't even, um, like looking up at everybody. Everyone kept saying, Jenny, put your head up, hold your head up, be proud. And I was like, I just don't you fucking want to be here. Yeah, yeah I, felt, I felt so drained. I think what it comes down to, it, it's it's also it's exactly what you're talking about. It's a state, you know, it's a mindset. It's a state yeah. of mind. Like obviously there there's there's a physical aspect to it, and you weren't even experienced. You know, it was your first season on the show. You you hadn't even experienced anything like that yet. Tori's been mm. on a couple seasons. She understands that. But you can you it you can be a strong physical person. But if you go into it and I've your never, mindset's yeah, not right. It. Yeah, you could you could oh, just I've be never, having a, a bad day and it's it's not there. I mean, that yeah. makes total sense. So so much of it's mental when you go when you're getting something physical. I know this now. A lot of it's mental, whereas a lot of the training I do that's making me strong is just me against myself in a gym. Mm-hmm. And um, the idea of running some full pelt is so alien to me. I have no idea what I was doing. Like no yeah. idea. I'm running, yeah. I'm running like this, right? <laughs> Tori's like down here. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And also if you watch the show too, like that's a very uh, common elimination. So there's all the strategies have sort of been played out in past eliminations. Yeah. So if you had, if you had even seen maybe a few of those, then you probably would have had an idea of like what strategy to use and yeah. you know, all of that. Yeah. So I do. Yeah. You know, I would have had, I mean, fresh. no, no. I mean, yeah. I came straight out of that season and hired a combat coach straight away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Again, yeah. that's the way to go i think Corey makes a great point it it was actually similar to an elimination that happened earlier on that season between wes and bear where wes had no idea he was going in and you could yeah. just tell like mentally he just didn't like he wasn't prepared for it at all he, he wasn't oh, yeah. and bear yeah, was yeah, re- yeah. and bear was ready to go so yeah 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 100 i think you've got to be ready and people always say well well you should have been ready but i mean um, I kind of guessed that I was going to get picked tonight. I had no idea what it was going to be. I've never seen elimination like that before. I mean, apart from Bear and Joss um, did one yeah. um, before for myself. But I mean, generally, I, I now know they don't do two whole balls generally in one season. I don't, I don't know. Mm. But anyway, yeah, I wasn't ready. Yeah. No, I had no idea. 
It's a no, lot it's different cool. being down there, I'm sure, than it is us watching it at home. Oh so, I, God, yeah, I yeah. totally get that. That's kind of that's one of the good things about this show, though, is that they bring back people and they do multiple seasons. And there's a there's almost like a growth arc. You can see yeah. how they start and then they get better and better and better the more experience they get. And that's that's one of the interesting parts about it. That's why people talk about the show in a way where they're where they're always comparing all these different players. They're like, OK, you know, what tier are these players on? People love that yeah. stuff. But you have to have a resume to really do that. So it, I'm happy yeah. that they brought you back for sure yeah absolutely i was shocked i, I didn't think they'd bring it back you didn't think yeah, you get another call like, oh wow oh i knew you would i think for the fans really? I knew that you would for sure because you're such a you're you're so well tailored for the challenge like you genuinely are someone who's super athletic who can still be interesting on camera and like keep attention but isn't going to be just like people like athletes like you come on the show a lot of times you know obviously the drama and stuff is really fascinating but if you look at the fan base and the love that they throw towards certain people on the show they much yeah, prefer yeah. people who are going to compete really well people who have their head on their shoulders like that's yeah. who the fan base really gets behind that's why definitely noticing that yeah, yeah. I, I mean you, you look I at some of the ogs that. yeah you look at some of the ogs and that's that's exactly who has all the love like this guy named landon who i would say is very similar to you um in style and competition and just how you carry yourself yeah. like people okay. love him yeah I mean, they still yeah. talk about him he hasn't oh, been yeah. on the show in 10 years and people yeah. still talk like people still want to see him that's like yeah. kind of the culture oh, cool. of the show and for you to be on the show, Jenny, it's it's almost like a breath of fresh air because really one of the biggest issues on the show the last couple of years has been there has been a lack of like strong dominant females. Yeah. Um, oh, so wow. we, okay. yeah, they've absolutely been looking for for you know a female who can really step up and and just bring it. So I was really happy That's they brought cool. you back because I, I really well, hope that, that, that time, can, then. Yeah, oh, <laughs> yeah I, I, de I definitely hope that, that you can fulfill all these really lofty expectations that we're throwing <laughs> at you without you asking for them. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. When I was to be asking back, I remember, I remember just being like shocked. I was like, what? Like I wasn't, I wasn't doing anything exciting. I was just doing the competitions and sunbathing in the day, rescuing flies from the swimming pool. They yeah, but you were an underdog too, you know, that's the best part. People love underdogs. They love redemption stories. Yeah. <laughs> Is I think you know when you're when you're in the minority alliance, there's something that the fan base craves when it comes to that because no matter what, yeah. every season if there's a minority alliance, it's fun to root for them because they're constantly yeah, screwed over you and you're like, oh, win, you, you know. Want to see them come on top. Yeah, I want yeah. you to turn yeah. the game yeah. around. Uh, but let's let's talk some total madness now, also because we had yeah. another elimination this season. This one was with Jen. It looked like one of the easiest eliminations we've ever seen, like in recent history. It was just so yeah. simple. There was not much yeah. to it. What was and you made it look even easier, by the yeah, way. You made you're it out look there like one light you know yeah. I mean, it was like butter. I don't, what I hate, what I don't want is people to think that um, that Jen wasn't great at it. Now, I know mm -hmm. it's not time to just hold up while I explain because um, when we looked at it, those barrels were heavy. So it wasn't a game of strength, it was a game of tactic and te like technique mm -hmm. because the bars were really, really long. So I remember saying to TJ, um, so when I when I pull up, what happens if I pull it too hard? And it, I was like, will it bounce to come back down? He said, yeah. So right, straight away, mm. I was like, I've got to gauge the exact right amount to pull. Otherwise, it will bounce and come back down. So on my very first one, I, the very, very first one I did, I pulled it. It went up and hit, bounced, came up, but went back into position. Oh, so it nice. didn't come all the way back down. So I got it just about right, but a little bit, just a little bit less. Too strong, yeah. I, I just happened to get it on the very, the very first one. Um, but it wasn't heavy. It wasn't heavy. It was, once I got that technique, I made sure I just mirrored it for every single one because I thought I, I can't risk 
it coming back down again. So yeah, you've got that, into that's a, a rhythm. situation where you you did such a good job then that you made you made the elimination look easier than it was because what you're saying makes total mm. sense that, that, that there was a technique to it and that didn't that didn't come across either through the edit or through the screen because you just you know you you did it yeah. so quickly and I mean, so when efficiently. I, when I watched it back, I um, it, it, it was easy for me because I got the technique and I was able to mimic it. So yeah. I don't know if it's to do with when I lift weights in the gym, I'll. I'll find it once I get their technique. I'm so used to being spot on with technique, and 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 I don't just pick a weight up. I feel it through the length of my arm, through my back as I'm drawing the weight towards me. I'm aware of mm -hmm. everything my body's doing. So when I was pulling that barrel, which which again it wasn't hard to pull, I remember feeling how much I need to pull, feeling it through my back and my arms, and thinking, right, I've locked that feeling into body. It's like mm -hmm. photograph, like it's like memorized into my muscle muscles, memory. Yeah, do that again. And, and that's what it did, yeah. And then but, TJ I mean, paid you the uh, TJ paid you the ultimate compliment afterwards. He really took a shine to you, you know, just oh, talking yeah. about this dominance. I'm sure you appreciated him putting that target on your head. She's the best one. Get her out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, that yeah, actually makes definitely. a lot of sense what you're saying with how it relates to training because form is so important when you're in the gym. It's crucial. And so if you're yeah. so used to replicating that over a certain amount of reps and, and keeping it yeah. uniform, then this would very well, you know, suit to this kind of elimination where you just have to literally replicate yeah. the perfect I mean, strength. I would have been happy if it had been heavier because at least then I know that if, if I go against most of the girls who won't be as strong as me, that I would be able to get them on the strength side. But as it was, it wasn't heavy. So when I said, we said to TJ, how heavy is it before we started, but you're not allowed to touch it. And they, they were like, listen, it's not that heavy. And when I first called it, I was like, oh shit, it's not heavy. She's going to um, be able to do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's, it's like, right. Now I've got to get the technique. Um, I mean, I'm glad I was able to um, kind of like just, keep copying that same technique mm -hmm. for every so well because you know if if i just kept getting them wrong it would have been an absolute shit show just kept flying <laughs> these things back up and flying down again what um what was your thoughts on jen because we know all the girls kind of had opinions about her all over twitter like yeah. there was just so much that was it's a, going it's around it's a shame really um it's funny because you're not around people all the time to see how they're conducting themselves but um i like to believe that most people are nice mm. people like you know at yeah. home they've got friends that love them they, they might have boyfriends partners you don't have that surround people surrounding you if you're a piece of shit so it surprised <laughs> yeah. me that so many I, it was news to me when i found out that people in the house didn't like her i was like what what like mm. i had i hadn't picked up on it um but she was um she felt like people um felt like what she you know what she wore was inappropriate that she slept with it she walked around with a teddy in her hand was stupid I mean I'm not gonna say it. my little sister would do that I think it was cute my best friend like, still sucks her thumb like it's the funniest thing I in know. the world <laughs> I, I mean I got on with her well I didn't spend much time with her because she was in a different um she was she was she spent a lot more time with away from the girls because she felt kind of um Isolated. Yeah, not not accepted not kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of my favorite cast members on Total Madness this season that I wanted to ask you about. Um, I'm loving Nelson. I, I wanted your thoughts on Nelson. See if, if if you've got anything to offer there. I think he's I, I think he's hilarious. I also think he's yeah, a beast. He People don't give him credit for that, but he he's really yeah. strong. He's funny. Yeah, I really like Nelson. I get on with him really really well. Um, I did do you know in the challenge as well. Um. He's he's good fun and he brings a lightheartedness to the to the bunker because everything was like fun with him. He, he I think he you can see um 
I think you can sell some adverts for next week's episode. I think it's next week's episode. Mm. Um, it, I think it was next week's. Not sure where it looks like he's getting into a bit of an argument with someone. So he has got a fiery side. Yeah, I did. Yeah. I did see that. Nelson's someone who gets he gets a lot of shit from people on social media. I don't really like it. That's that's really the downside of of the show is that things do on social media. They do get you know people do take this stuff way too personally. Yeah, fans. yeah, it's a shame, um, really. And yeah. I mean, I just started. I, I just got Twitter after this season because I thought I probably should get Twitter. So I just got it, and then um, I've just went through yesterday and tried to ensure I was following every other season. I think I've only just started following Nelson, so I've not even noticed that. But what I have noticed is what you said about people getting shit, which people people 100% do. Um, I think people think, it, forget it, it's just like a TV show. Like a game, yeah. 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 Uh, it really uh, is just like a game and a TV show. I mean, could you imagine playing a game of Monopoly where it gets heated? Because in my house, those get heated. And then someone oh, taking yeah. that personally for the rest of time, like, oh, you're yeah. a horrible person. You yelled during Monopoly. It's like, shut up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of that. Um, yeah, jo- Josh is another person. Josh gets a lot of shit from people on social media yeah. as well. But yeah, he just seems like he just seems him. like such a nice guy. I I don't understand he is, it. Like he's he's caring, he's kind. He's like I can't see why people wouldn't like him. Like mm. he's just a nice guy. Like he wears his heart on his sleeve, which I think is such a rare quality for a, a guy as well, because it guys is. are used to keeping their feelings. And I think it's amazing. I really, really dislike seeing people saying to him, oh, he's such a crybaby. Say fucking what? I'm yeah. sorry, but I mean, I mean, men should be able to express their feelings because male suicide, I don't know about the US, but in the UK it's higher than female suicide because mm. guys can't talk about how they're feeling and can't share mm. that because of the fear of looking weak or looking not manly. And I just think it's ridiculous. And I don't think people should ever, I mean, luckily it clearly doesn't get to Josh and he makes it well known that he kind of like, that's how he is and whatever. So I'm so pleased that's how he is. Yeah. Um, but I don't like people bashing him for that. I think it's stupid and it's unjust. There's no, no reason. It's kind of, well, to me, the way I see it is similar. Like, I'm sure you've seen the comments about you online where it's like, because you're so strong, people are always saying like, oh, she's manly, da-da-da, she works yeah. out too much. And it's like, that's, it's almost the same thing that when they say that to a guy that he can't get emotional or he's not being, you know, he's yeah. like being too female. Yeah, they've got these, gen- yeah, just gender roles that they assign and it's people Yeah, and, and it's like just that. so stupid. It's like these stereotypes that people feel it's, and it's, it's just so off base from reality. Like being strong is not manly. Being strong is, yeah. is something that people yeah. sh- people should strive for if they want it why and would you not want to be strong point. like yeah oh, 100%. I, you, know what, you know what you know what they're right i really want to be weak and then one day when i'm walking down the street <laughs> some person mugging me i can't defend myself good yeah. idea let's be really weak absolutely or just for anything you don't realize how important your body is until it's too fucking yeah. late right you're like 50 years 100%. old and you're having problems and your hips and this and you're not flexible or you can't do that 100 so percent you know, you fall down, yeah. uh, you fall. You could literally just fall onto the floor when you're older and break something if you're not strong enough. Because your bones aren't strong because you don't train, 100%. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, my, uh, my fitness website is called Future Proof Fitness because mm. that, that for me, you, you train to be fit for the future, not just for the day. People always look at the here and now, like, I want to be cute for this holiday. I want to look a certain way. I literally am shit scared of being 70 and not being able to like, same. Just down, pick something off the floor. Yeah, like, just do it. Like, put on your socks. Yeah. Put on your shoes. There, so yeah. old people can't do that. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's so crazy to because me. Set, people sit on their asses all the time. They don't look after mm. their bodies. They don't have any respect for them whatsoever. I'm not saying you got to go to the gym five times a week, but you should definitely keep up some kind of stretching routine. You definitely yeah. want to do something that works on your cardiovascular and your and your physical strength. And not to mention as well, going to the gym. 
Um, I think one reason why I'm able to deal with the comments like that is because when you are physically strong, you feel mentally stronger. Mm. Nothing, nothing feels as good as that feeling when you finish the session and you're throwing some heavy weights around. You feel literally physically and mentally untouchable. Absolutely. Well, you, so I sent you like my progress pics quickly on Instagram, which you can look like the story after, but I've been on like this whole health journey because I gained a ton of weight in 2018 from hormones and stuff. And I always say like me gaining a bunch of weight was actually really good for me because it made me get healthy and it made me get strong. And to me, like your body is fucking goals. Like I want to be, I want to be strong. I want to be able to like, I want to be able to handle myself, you know, in every capacity. And I think that I think if anyone yeah you know and as yeah. a woman don't you I I always want that I never want to be felt I would never want to be put in a position where I feel like I can't do something physically that's such oh, a unsatisfying it's a horrible feeling it's horrible you know yeah. and I do like I I'm, mean so I, I would definitely rather look quotation marks look like a man mm. and be feel physically and mentally strong than be any other way absolutely my body as well like I've always been toned even when I was like 10 11 12 I've always mm. been uh toned. it's a build I'm not going to change that I'm still going to change that because somebody on Twitter decides they don't like how I look and tell me not to work out yeah uh, I'm so sorry do you know what because you who I don't even know from somewhere in America told me not to work out do you know what I'm not going to work out yeah like absolutely like, like it's like, ridiculous you know I'm, I'm built with really big thighs like really big legs that's just the way that I am and I gain muscle on them really fast but like I love that you know I want to have yeah, strong I, fucking yeah, legs you know yeah I, I think everyone should just watermelon. everyone should work to their body type be the best version of themselves they can be and it, having thin thighs doesn't necessarily make beautiful having big muscly thighs doesn't mm. make you beautiful you being the best version of yourself is what makes you beautiful and your confidence is what makes you beautiful and how lucky we are that we live in a world where there's such a vast you know Mm. range of body types and it it makes it more interesting to look at if everyone looked the same it'd be boring absolutely i like that you know well let's make um, sure um we definitely have to promote that you said future proof fitness future proof fitness Um, got plans plans, four-week plans i could use some of that right now the gym's closing have really impacted my my fitness um regimen i'm you know just sitting around eating and yeah. not doing what I should be doing. So I, I definitely need kind of that kick to to get back in the game a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, someone that I really love um, uh, on Instagram is Gabby. Um, you know, what, shit, what's her last name? She was on Love Island. Gabby Dawn? Gabby, Gabby Dawn. Allen. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I fucking Amazing. love her because first of all she like is i just love people who promote like them themselves you know and everything that they stand for and and she wrote this whole post about how on love island she wanted to get a boob job because she felt unfeminine and then when she got off she realized like she's just gonna embrace herself and like put that out there and she's got such a fit body she's so strong oh, her a dancer Oh Seriously, my God, her abs. Her, like, her body. It's like, she goes to the gym. Oh yeah, <laughs> same, same. The second she walked in and then you saw her working out with like Marcel and stuff. I was like, okay, this girl's yeah. fucking fit, you know? And so to watch yeah. her do everything now after the fact, I just think it's important to have that in the media because it gives it gives yeah. people other things to look at. Like you're saying, you know, it's more interesting and it also gives other options. I feel like when I was younger, I didn't have that stuff to look up to, you know? I didn't have oh, that. that like, when, like when I was younger, I- it was all about it was all about being skinny and do you know yeah. what I always say like nothing wrong with yeah and if if you are naturally slim great and that's mm. absolutely fine and that's beautiful in itself because I think it's when you try to have a figure that's not anywhere near like your natural yeah. genetics you're gonna always struggle and be fighting something and it's like someone who's really slim trying to have a figure like mine mm. they're gonna get toned but they're never gonna get it's very uh, I don't want to put on that it's gonna be very difficult to look like this so they should work on being the best version of themselves and 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 you know what it's really important I think 
Um, not that I, I've not got loads of Instagram followers by any stretch, but what I will do is continue to use my platform to let girls realize that it's okay to be like this. It's okay to be like that. It's okay to be like that. And that, you know, because I've got thick thighs, doesn't mean I should wear a short skirt or shorts. Yeah. It, you know, it doesn't mean anything. You should just be how you are and the best version of yourself. And I want to make sure there's a lot of young, impressionable girls out there. And I want to make sure that they're understanding that how they are is perfect. And yeah, in it's okay. That's and a beautiful like, message. Uh, I like what Michael says in the comments. He said, only fragile people are intimidated by strong women. And like that, that, yeah, I think that that makes a lot of sense. It, they're, they're, that's really what it is. There's so much insecurity involved in people who say stuff like that about yes. you or about anyone else. They just, they, they just, they can't handle it. They, they can't well, handle it. I did a little that, bit that of speaking actually recently. I got a horrible, <laughs> I'll make it quick because I know we're not got much time left. I made, I got a horrible DM about two weeks ago, which I shared on my Instagram, where this uh, woman told me that um, she didn't know why the challenge asked me to come back that um i should go and die she wanted me to die she said that i was ugly inside and out and so is my twin sister and there was more to it than that it was horrible but that's so bad it's pretty severe well um my boyfriend did some sleeping for me uh, i didn't i just i nice. mean i sent a screen grab it to all my friends and was like so happy monday to me <laughs> this message yep. my boyfriend and um, the language the girl had used in the message he and the insult she gave um, when he looked on the summer challenge support pages he saw that a girl that was writing nasty things about me on there matched the language oh, she nice. had the exact same phrases mtv should never have cashed you same as in the message and uh, you are ugly inside and out same as in the message but the username was different but when he clicked on it it matched her name was very similar to username on their face account she messaged me from he then found her on facebook and realized that you know um she was, I think she was about, she must have been about eight months pregnant. And I can only imagine um, when you're pregnant as a woman and your body's changing, mm. how much that must affect you. I know from my, my friends who've had babies, how much their confidence got yeah. dropped when they were pregnant because they don't look the same when they, they didn't they get very attractive. insecure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't do anything with any of the information because I, un, I mean, I, I never would anyway. But particularly yeah. in this circumstances, she's a pregnant, heavily pregnant woman. She doesn't need any more added stress in her life. And it was cut clearly coming from a place of insecurity yeah um it all Bro, is, that, that's it, like majorly taking the high it's road. inner hate that's people impressive. who people who say stuff like that though it's all coming from inside like they they hate themselves and they're projecting that onto other people you know and you just have I to mean, be stronger I, than that 100 if i was ever going to send her a message if i ever was and i never i just blocked the account and left it at that it would only have been like, I hope, I, I hope that you're okay and I'm yeah. sorry that I upset you. If there's anything, you know, it would have just been mm, something like absolutely. that. Absolutely. You have to kill them with kindness. And I think, um, like you say, it's, insecu it's insecurity. And it's, I actually find that sad when um, I think that a woman might feel so bad about herself that she tries to take other people down. And that, for me, makes me feel incredibly sad that somebody could feel that way about themselves. Yeah, that, um, I know exactly. I really, we can help. We can help. Yeah. That's it, it, it is a shame. It just really the, is. the fact that you respond with kindness though is helping because you stop the cycle and that's a huge fucking oh, thing, yeah. you know, as opposed yeah. to continuing it and making it worse. Like yeah. you literally cut it, yeah. you cut it off and that's so crucial. Yeah. And 
you know, I've, I've been called manly since I was a kid. Cause I've always been so aggressive. I yell all the time. I'm like really screw, you know, I'm just one of those people. Like I might be five foot three, but I'm fucking loud and I'm aggressive and I'll get in there and I'll argue with anybody. You know, you could be the president yeah. and I'll take you on in a debate. And so for yeah. me, I've always had to just adjust with that. And, and I agree, you know, with what Michael said, yeah, fragile people have always thought that about me, but that's on them. You know, I'm going to be myself yeah, no matter yeah, what. And I know yourself. I'm just as much of a woman as anybody else, you know, 100%. It, matter. it makes me you. Every yeah. People, everyone likes a, an opinionated fiery person to stand up themselves. That's <laughs> yeah. good. It's a good quality to have. Absolutely, that's definitely one thing I've got. Um, okay, the so one I'm thing gonna... that the uh, the one thing that we always stress on our show and on the recaps that we do and on the people that we talk to, this is just surface level shit. It's yeah. just a, a reality television show, and they're presenting to you storylines and they're presenting to you competition, but that you only see such a small part of who yeah, a like a fragment. is yeah. Yeah, on, on, on the camera. Like every, people take it so seriously. And it's a shame because yeah. I, I mean, I, what, I love taking part in the challenge, but, but and, I, and the fans are amazing. But you do get, if they're a fan of someone else, then they're not a fan of you kind of thing. Yeah. And some of the stuff that's said, and when I read it about the castmates, it, it makes me so sad to read some stuff that people say that. People think, people forget that you're just a human. Yeah, and that you've been edited on a show, and you could be edited, and and certain things are shown, certain things, are, and we're all human. Like it's like you can't make a mistake because if you do make a mistake, you're gonna, they're gonna, that's never gonna be forgotten. Yeah, they've been ripping into Rogan like crazy, and Rogan's just like a nice guy. Like he's not, man. I don't understand it. People have been going crazy on Rogan for playing the game, for hitting someone hard in the game, which you know, I, I always say, yes, that that's the thing, like. There's been an elimination where CT tackled someone. Like I've never seen anyone get tackled like this before in my yeah, first life. Yeah, they like life. exploded into. Oh into my a god! Wall. And everybody loves CT. That was an epic moment. People fucking yeah. talk about that. Like shit, that elimination was incredible. What a performance for CT. But for Rogan, it's like he's the devil. He's trying to yeah. hurt Jay. Like he's, it's like it's like, like, like you have to like earn, you have to like earn the um, viewers respect like by being on loads of seasons and being like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's iconic it's like you literally i mean the the it's hard but i guess you just have to know what happened in yourself the situation you're in and just think like i did what i needed to do at the time mm, to do absolutely to get myself in the next stage of the game and and unless people are there they never gonna understand what it was like being there no no one will ever understand what it's like being an elimination it's such and, a unique you know, experience going home yeah. yeah wait so the bear fire extinguisher we have to talk about this this was one of the funniest fucking scenes so of all time were you in the room that he blew the stuff into annoyingly i no, i was just out of the room doing an interview you know like the oh no you didn't get to <laughs> yeah, see it yeah the funniest thing i like walked back into the bunker and the one of a team of production came up to me jenny um just so you know something's happened since you've been gone um <laughs> It's going to look a little bit different when you get inside the bunker, but we need to get something nice and warm and go shape the biosphere. And I was like, what's happened? They're like, you'll see. And I'm like walking down the corridor. I'm like, is my vision going? I was like, why is it getting like a blurry and white? And then I realized there's like powder everywhere. And I was like, what oh the hell God. happened? I couldn't wait to watch that scene. No when it, way. When, it, when, it, when that episode aired the week, I was like, oh, I'm going to die for this moment. I want to see what it looked like. That's oh, actually, that's yeah. crazy. You walked into just whole other world out there. Oh <laughs> the bear apocalypse. Apparently, it, it, it's moaned about being really bored that day. Um, <laughs> it was like really bored. It kept telling people on board and bored. And everyone's like, he's like a child. You have to entertain him all the time. <laughs> and then like, he like literally looked at his fire extinguisher, looked at the camera guy, looked at the girls in the room and was like, I'm going in. <laughs> <laughs> 
Look how much legend. I love him. Yeah, oh my god. He is such a ledge. I can't even. Um, okay, the other, I think the last thing from Total Madness really that I want to talk about is your agreement with D. When did this happen? Like you guys spoke about this before season. Yeah, so um obviously last the season previously we hadn't um been working together because I didn't even know who she was. Yeah. <laughs> and then um and then after she won last season, for me, I, I was one of the people that doubted her last season uh, because she'd, we'd done a workout around the pool and I think she'd only ran 15 laps and, like, passed out. And yeah, thinking, I remember like, that day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was heat stroke, so we're not going to get the best of us, really. But um, I, I felt like she wouldn't be able to win the final, so I was nervous about having her on the team in a final. Obviously, she completely showed everybody and mm. did a final and won. So when I found out she won, I was like, wow, like, she's got some fire. So um, George Harrison is very good friends with Dee and Georgia wasn't going to be on the next season. And Georgia said to me, you should um, speak to Dee. Dee would, I know that Dee would love to be like, I Hello. didn't know, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't know who was going to be on the next season. Yeah. And then she told me, yeah. And Dee was going, so um, at the reunion, Dee and I were both like, you know, I said to Dee, how do you feel about maybe us? I, I really respect you. And I, I want to, I want to, you're the type of person that I want to roll with like you were badass. And she was like, absolutely 100%. I so love like, that. Let's do it. I think you yeah. guys are a great team. You know, I think I love when too. Like, I think that's a perfect duo. Yeah, I absolutely love spending that time within the bunker. We had so we'd let you train. We get up, we'd be like, right, what time are we training? And then we did Team Biscuit Club with some of the girls, like Big T and Melissa. We'd all like train in the morning, and then we'd like shower, and then we'd do like get all our cup- the clothes on, make cups of tea, get packets of biscuits, go and sit outside by the fire pit, and that's just like talk so about everything cute. but the game. Yeah. Wait, what'd you guys call it? The Biscuit Club? Tea and Biscuit Club? Tea and Biscuit Club. Club. Biscuit Club. <laughs> That's so adorable. Because it was really important to get great. outside and get like the vitamin D because yeah. it's so like dreary inside the bunker and dark. Wait, and no you could go air. outside? You could go outside whenever you want. Like There's like that courtyard there. Yeah, it's a very small yeah. courtyard, yeah. With like a little fire pit. Yeah, that, that's where Kayla and Bear were in the in the last episode. I one think. of one of the things that I've been saying about this season is how crazy it is that everyone is so pale because there's no sun. Like everyone is just so it's just oh, so I took, unusual I took to watch a season. Yeah, I knew yeah, you, yeah, I would have had to have like that. That's just nuts. You can't. Yeah, I mean, we did. You're stuck underground. Like everyone who didn't have fake tan on them was white faced, you know. And it yeah. was just like so weird. And the challenge was <laughs> usually everyone is uh, super so dark by the end and sun kissed and glowing and just blonder hair. Like, <laughs> last season, obviously, it was in Thailand, and um, I completely underestimated like how much like how hot it was gonna be how many bikinis i'd need mm. and so like soon as that as soon as i got confirmed for the next season i was like right then i bought 24 bikinis online <laughs> like just bought loads of i bought loads of like vests and stuff like that yeah and then like tank tops then, for the americans like, a week, yeah and then like, a week after the packing list arrived and i ate, and i looked at the email and it was like <laughs> jumpers sweaters times 10 socks <laughs> times 20 coats jackets times two bikini, oh, one. Like, what yeah, I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be so cold. So I just returned everything and bikini. Wow. Like, yeah. Shit, that's, that's no fucking fun. crazy. Um, um, wait. One of one of the only things I think I I, I have left is um, so, somewhat outside of total madness. Uh, so someone who I feel like you would get along with great, just from what I've seen from her on on the screen. She's done a couple challenge spinoff seasons. Are you familiar with Louise Hazel at all? 
Mm. You've got to come work out at her gym here. You guys would love each other. Oh so, my god! So she she was like a, a British Olympian. She's a track and field star, oh, and wow. so she did a couple seasons of, of Champs vs. Stars and Champs vs. Pros with with again where she oh, faced off against challenge players. Yeah, and she's a total beast. Her and Wes are like really good friends, and yeah, I think she's located in LA now. Yeah, but, she is. She's got a gym. If you ever come to LA, you could do like a takeover at her gym and do one of the classes and teach them. They're you know honestly, what? I, they're I've sick. I've got plans to come to LA this this uh, this yeah. year. This is where our lockdown goes. But I do want to <laughs> go. I really want to go to America again. And um, I was hoping to go kind of September time. Mm. So um, I mean, I don't. I can't imagine we're all able to travel then. But if we are, I'll be in America. Okay, amazing. Well, there. if you're here, definitely tell oh, me. Okay. LA is my city. I live here. I've, I'm from here. I freaking love amazing. LA. And Brits love LA because there's just sun and like outdoor yeah. activities. Like that's the best part. Yeah. Um, okay, your guinea pig. Tell us about your guinea pig. This is like the cutest four. thing ever. You have four guinea pigs? Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. Are they are they like all there with you? <laughs> they're they? downstairs. Yeah, they're downstairs in the room. They're yeah. so cute. They're in- I mean, I had guinea pigs like for two years now. They don't like being on their own because they get depressed. That's like the most common cause of death in mm. guinea pigs is depression. Crazy. Um, so you have to have at least two. I've got four boys. So they're like my priority in like everything. Like when I found out I was going away, I was like, I moved my friend into my house, into the spare room. And she lived in my house for two months looking after the guinea pigs every day. Oh my God, that's so like, cute. cameras what? on them, everything. What do you um? What do you have to do? Like, do, do you let them outside? What like? I don't understand what the process is with guinea pigs. Yeah, Are they in like a little well, crate? Generally, they live in a cage, but I, it annoys me because those chops when they sell you a guinea pig, this the cage they sell you isn't big enough for a guinea pig. Like, mine have enclosures, so it's like they don't have roofs over them. It's just like <laughs> That's so cute. Like technical and pens or enclosures, and they're like about three times bigger than what they tell you to get in this in the pet shop, and then they have like all that stuff inside it and then in the day I just open the door and they just jump out and go for a wander around the house oh that's so, just, so cute just wander around yeah yeah oh, that's yeah. so cute and then they go in the garden and have like grass and fresh air every day oh, it's nice I yeah. love animal I'm such a big animal person so when I saw that you had guinea pigs I was like this is the cutest thing that's so cute <laughs> yeah that's like all of Shani's like, Facebook feed is, is pets animals yeah my whole Facebook feed is just dogs like I can't help okay. it they're, just, they're so cute I love them oh. I love them I just love animals. Anyways, guys, thank you so much, Jenny. This has been awesome. I want everyone to know that you have amazing training programs. They can check them out. It's at futureprooffitness.co.uk. Definitely give her a look there. And obviously everyone's in quarantine right now. So if you're looking for four week, eight week, 12 week training programs, then go check that out. Absolutely. Um, yeah, definitely. Thanks, and uh, you can look at her uh, twin brand on social media, on Instagram. It's at the West twins. Uh, and then you have your sister, Lucy, who people should also check out. Cause she's also really cool. And obviously go look at Jennifer's uh, personal pages and stuff. And there's so, so much amazing content. We're all looking for fitness stuff and you have a pretty funny TikTok, So people should check that out as well. <laughs> You've got, you know what? I need to get back. I'm like, yeah. I'm not competitive that I can't, I don't want to put anything rubbish on at the same time. I'm not really posting much on there. I think I've done my eight. Yeah but you I need to get back more. onto that because there's some good yeah. ones the one of you like swimming is that just a bowl of water like and you're swimming. <laughs> i had a feeling i was like this is the funniest thing ever that I shit's great it. it was fun filming uh, it yeah <laughs> that honestly that was funny so jenny um i am i am rooting for you moving forward through this season i hope you do oh, well but God. like Thanks. just let it be known if you do like if if you try and get in the way of my guy nelson if, if you try you know if you try and go at him we're, we're gonna have issues you know <laughs> I, I, I just want to give you a forewarning on that. Thank you. I'll be very careful. <laughs> yeah, just just let, let him be. Let, you know, let him roam. You got to let him roam. Let him do 
All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. If you didn't see Jennifer's recap, that's up right now. And we've got great content coming out. Check us out saniacpodcast.com. I'm at Shawnee Suisa and that's at ZCal77. You guys have been awesome. And we will see you uh, either earlier this week for another interview or on Thursday for our recap. Later, guys. Everyone say bye. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.